Hey there, it's Danika with the Danika Explains It All podcast, and you're listening to episode four. In addition to this episode, there's going to be some accompanying documents that you can use to plan out um, if you're looking to plan a wedding this upcoming season. You can go on DaniqaExplainsItAll.com to download all of the Excel sheets that I use to plan our wedding. I just wanted to drop that little plug here before you jump into the episode. And also, as always, make sure that you leave a review at Apple Podcasts. I'd really appreciate it so more listeners like you can see my pod. Without further ado, let's jump into the episode. Okay, good morning, guys. And I say good morning because full transparency, I'm actually recording this episode before I go into work because I am making a commitment to myself to make sure that I'm publishing these episodes every Monday. So usually that would mean that I would record on Sunday and then get it live the following day, schedule it out. But um, this weekend we were ripping and running. We went to the beach on Saturday. We celebrated Father's Day yesterday. Um, and yeah, that kind of threw off my schedule. I was exhausted. I went to bed at like nine yesterday. So now's the time we're going to jump into it. And I just want to jump into what we've been doing the last week. So I've been working. My husband had Friday off. He has Monday off. He has today off too. And um, so they have like a four day weekend, but I've been working. And then it was also his birthday. I think it was Wednesday of last week. And me and the kids baked him a cake. He wanted some strawberry cake. So we baked it from scratch. And I am so glad that we're done eating it because I've definitely gained a couple of pounds messing around with that cake. And um, yeah, we decorated the house. He woke up to like the house being decorated and that meant that I got no sleep the night before, but it was worth it because he loved it. The kids loved it. Um, But also on his birthday, he broke his bike, which was a bummer. It was like the first time he rode it in a few months, like probably at least six. And so it sucked that he went out for a ride that morning and he broke the gear and like he flew off of the bike, which is like terrible. And I was gonna get him a um, new helmet for Father's Day, which is which was the following Sunday. And so since that didn't work out, um, we took him for a bike ride instead. We rented bikes down on 30A. And 30A is like this scenic route in the Destin area. It's beautiful. There's original art pieces, um, food trucks, vendors, restaurants, and beach access. And we actually even went out to the beach with all of our clothes on um, because we had went to the beach the day before so all of our swimsuits and stuff like they weren't dry and so we were wearing like regular clothes and we still went for a dip we still went swimming and I'm sure everybody was looking at us like we were crazy but I don't know it just made it more fun that way so it was really carefree and, and fun so that was our father's day and his birthday 
Saturday, we went to the beach. Like I said, we went to a new beach, we went to Navarre Beach, and it was not as nice as Destin. Like the water wasn't as clear, but it was nice because it was more quiet. So if you're in the area and you're looking for a quiet beach with less tourists, um, Navarre Beach is definitely the wave. But yeah, I, I think I, I'd rather have the traffic because the water is just, you're like in Mexico, it feels like, because it is the Gulf of Mexico. So yeah, we had a ball, we went to the beach, like I said, like two days in a row. And that's how I like to live my life. Like having sand in my car all the time. Like I love it. But um, so yeah, that's why I'm getting to this podcast episode a bit late recording it anyways, but I'm going to launch it today anyways. So hopefully you guys like it. Um, and I'm going to be jumping into the Neek Rewind. For those of you that are new, the Neek Rewind is a play off of Nick Rewind, like Nickelodeon Rewind. And um the podcast is inspired by a Nickelodeon show. Um, Clarissa explains it all. So, you know, this is Danica explains it all. And on the Nick Rewind slash Neek Rewind, that's where I'm going to be talking about a current event that took place in the previous week that I feel like, you know, I have a point of view on or that I want to speak on. So this week's Neek Rewind is going to be on Juneteenth. And in the spirit of all of these celebrations that our family had this past week, we also want to highlight one that's very important. And so without further ado, let's talk about Juneteenth and the Neek Rewind. So by now, I feel like with all the social media um, coverage and the sharing and the educating that's been going on around Juneteenth, hopefully at minimum there, everyone knows they can identify that Juneteenth exists. They might may not know why and what it's in celebration of, but I think that that's a step in the right direction, especially because um, we in our education system, we're just taught about, you know, the Emancipation Proclamation freed all the slaves, but we don't really shed much light. You know, it might be mentioned as a afterthought in the history books, but we don't really shed much light on what Juneteenth is and what it is um, to commemorate. And I feel like that's been lost in our history, just like so much more of us has been lost in our history. Um, we can't even date back our bloodlines for many of us I know I can't it doesn't go beyond doesn't go beyond my great grandmother great great grandmother's um side of the family on my dad's side so there's so much history that has been lost and it's amazing to see us taking our our history back and making it American history this isn't just black history month this is American history and it's important that we all understand what took place in our country um so but just to set the record straight so that we're all on the same page you know Juneteenth is also known as Freedom Day, Jubilee Day, Liberation Day, and Emancipation Day 
and it's in commemoration and celebration of the last slaves being freed. Um, the Union Army General Gordon Granger announced federal orders in Galveston, Texas on June 19, 1865, proclaiming that all slaves in Texas were free. And that was the first time that they had heard about it over two years after um, they should have originally been free. So it's just another injustice that has taken place in our history. Um, there are some research uh, there is some research to say that, you know, yay, the union is the good guys. They're the good guys. But there is some research to say that they actually, I mean, yeah, they actually let that take place, that freedom be deferred for the slaves that were enslaved during those two and a half years um, because it just wasn't in line with their agenda and they were going to let them go ahead and get, you know, their last crops. And that's really terrible if you really think about that because yeah slaves were freed two and a half years after you know they had to serve two more years in slave you know slavery but think about the lives that were lost during that time especially with like the brutal violence that took place during slavery and beyond like some people didn't make it those two and a half years and that's just heartbreaking to think about um so i think that it's amazing that we are all coming together and we all are demanding that our history be that our history matter because black lives matter is not just hey stop shooting at us <laughs> like it's deeper than that it's deeper than that our history matters our fathers matter father's day just passed our mothers matter there are there's disproportionate um mortality rates in childbirth in Black American women, like our mothers matter, our neighborhoods matter, our education matters. And yeah, it's just, it's deeper than just, hey, we want y'all to stop shooting at us. <laughs> like that is just the tip of the iceberg. That is just what is readily apparent that is unjust. And still to some, it's still, it's hard for them to understand. So I think it's good on, us Black people to demand that our history be celebrated if and only if, if, you know, even if it is just us celebrating it. So it's amazing to see that we're all coming together in that regard. I even had like a coworker at my job say like, why are we at work? Isn't today a holiday? She didn't even know why it was a holiday, but she was just, you know, hey, I keep seeing this Juneteenth thing on my timeline and that's progress. However small, it's progress nonetheless. And a lot of companies granted employees the day off, which is awesome. I was not one of those employees. <laughs> but um, look, the tides are changing. Aunt Jemima is even changing their tone too, updating their logo, changing their branding. Um <laughs> which is just another story. But um, I remember actually when I was on deployment in 2015, I was out to sea and my good friend that who happens to be white, he's like my best friend on deployment. Um, I We were getting into like a little bit of, we were disagreeing on something work-related and I was, was getting passionate about my argument. 
And he said, whoa, you don't have to go all Aunt Jemima on me. And it was something that he felt was harmless. But I took a moment to um, take a breath because my palms were twitching. And I thought about it, probably because this person was my friend. And I was like, okay, so wait a minute. What did you mean when you said that? Like, I said that to him. I said, what? Like, what did you mean when you said that? What were you trying to convey? Were you trying to convey that I was being bitchy? Were you trying to convey that I was being ethnic? Like, what was it? Because either way, that was offensive. And if you would have said that to somebody that did not know you and did not know your heart, you would be laid out right now. So we had a very... Need much needed heart to heart. But what you got to understand too is some of these people, I mean, sometimes you'll have the grace to educate somebody, but sometimes you won't. Like, and that's okay too. I'm not saying you always got to be, we're all human. I would like to say always take the high road, but it, I just know it's not realistic because sometimes you don't got, <laughs> I don't have the piece of, I don't know. I just don't have the the state of mind to, to make a, rat, a a calm decision. And I might just fly off the handle. So when you have the opportunity, when you have the grace, definitely take it to educate somebody. And to this day, he still thanks me. Like he literally just thanked me last week. Like, I'm so glad that we had that conversation back then because now I understand white privilege. Now I understand how ignorant I was because he grew up, um, it's, it's called Derby City, Kansas. He grew up in Kansas. And the military has a beautiful way of bringing people together that you would have never met had it not been for your common circumstances, which is being in the military. So he would have never had that experience. He didn't have very many Black friends. He didn't know very many Black people and know how what's offensive. So now he knows. And he sent me the link. Um, he's the one that actually sent me the link. Like, Aunt Jemima is changing their tone like they're trying to change I mean I still think that I mean I won't be buying Aunt Jemima anything I don't care what you change to I know where you started from but they do got some good syrup though but <laughs> no I'm good I'm straight off of that but yeah I think that that's enough for the Neek Rewind this week um I'd love to see it love to see the Juneteenth celebrations I know our family celebrated um Reggie and the kids they did like a little draw a drawing competition at the house everybody was just all together and he talked to them about he talked to our kids about what Juneteenth meant and why it was important and those type of conversations are just beautiful and I love to see it so let's see more of it let's find more reasons to celebrate our blackness and not to talk not to only focus on the strifes and uh, yeah, the bad stuff, but it's beautiful to talk about what makes us great. And yeah, it's a great start to the week to talk about. So now we're going to jump into the DMs. And if you're new to the podcast, Thanks for joining. This is the segment of the podcast where we're going to hop into my DMs and answer any questions that you guys have. And I really want to thank you guys um, for sending over your questions last week when I asked on Instagram story. I got a few questions and I have a little running list going, but this is the one I'm going to jump into today. 
And if you want to shoot me a question, you can follow me at Danika Explains It All on Instagram and shoot me a DM. Let me know what you want to talk about. So this is the question. We got engaged a few months ago, and now that the excitement is leveling, it's time to get into planning mode. COVID isn't making it any easier. I can't even imagine. (laughs) But what tips do you have for wedding planning? And I loved how yours turned out. So first of all, thank you because our wedding was definitely a labor of love and it was super stressful, but it was worth it in the end. And I want to say that if you have it in your heart that you want to have a wedding, Corona or not, um, I feel like there's no shame in that, that you should definitely do that because you don't want to be looking back years down the line and say, dang, like, I'm so glad that we got married, but I wish we would have had a wedding. Um and if you do look down years down the line and say that, you can always have a vow renewal. I don't think that it's ever too late to do that. So, but yeah, if you have it in your heart, I know that's how I felt. It's like, I just want to do it so that we don't, you know, we don't have any second thoughts later. But there were times where I said, oh my God, like, let's just go to the courthouse um, and let's just do this because this is just too stressful. We're going to spend so much money and like, what's the point? And Reggie would feel the same way, but thank God we never felt it at the same time. Um, When one person felt it, the other one would talk them down off the ledge like, no, it's going to be worth it. Our family are going to, we're all going to look back on these memories and it'll all be worth it. Like this was our start. This was our beginning and this is our story. So yeah, just wanted to say that at the top of it. Um, But I'm going to break this down into three points and hopefully this will be helpful. Um, And so without further ado, let's jump into number one on some tips about wedding planning. Um, You can never, the first thing is you can never over plan. And that may be the Virgo in me talking. Some people, you know, it's a gift and a curse. Um, And, but I just think that the reason why I say that you can never over plan is because period, point blank, you're going to drop the ball on something. Something is going to fall through the cracks and you're going to say, dang, we didn't think about this or we didn't plan that out. And um, that can be avoided if you over plan because I would rather the small details fall through the cracks than the big ones. Um, So I know for us, something that we thought about after the fact was like, oh shoot, when we did our our toast, not even our toast. Well, I guess they were toasts. Um, when we did our little speeches, we didn't do a champagne toast. And we're like, why didn't we do that? We didn't even think about that. But it ends up working out because Reggie's parents don't drink. A few of our guests are we don't drink, like, and we don't want to like pressure anyone into drinking alcohol, like, especially because of religious reasons and all of that. So it worked out because it might have been even more awkward if we had a champagne toast. And then it was like, you know, it's bad luck to not drink to a toast. So, I mean, you could always toast with water, but it still would be awkward. But we didn't think about that. And then something else that didn't work out as planned, we were supposed to have a photo booth at our reception. And I guess the guy, um, the person that was setting it up, he didn't have the right Wi-Fi or something. And so like our wedding planner came on the party bus when we were about to enter the reception and was like, you're like, don't freak out. You know, you're photo booth isn't here and I was just like it's okay and then I took another shot and then that was it so um by that point I was just in party mode so it didn't even matter but you can never over plan like you gotta plan out 
transportation for your wedding party. You got to plan out. And that was something that was like, came up for me and my mom. Like she, I was like, let's just Uber. Because the reception was like five minutes away from um, the wedding ceremony location. And I was like, we're just going to Uber from there to, you know, the reception. We'll get an Uber XL, like the nice one, but let's let's just Uber. And my mom was like, absolutely not. You need to have a party bus. And I was like, but who has party bus money? Like, who's doing that? But we ended up doing it because, you know, moms, they always get their way. But um yeah, you got to plan out all that stuff because you don't want people drinking and driving, um, all of that. We had Uber codes for our wedding party, like following the reception because we drove them to the wedding party in the party bus. But then me and Reggie were leaving after. So with um, like a car or whatever, we had like a drop top Cadillac to leave the reception. So they took, we got them Uber passes, like Uber codes. So that's something that you can also use in your planning. But yeah, think everything through. And the next tip that I have to help you think everything through is to use the free tools at your disposal. There's Wedding Wire, there's, um, what is it? The Knot.com. And even though I make websites all the time in my day-to-day, my freelance life and my nine-to-five, Um, the last thing I wanted to do was make another website. So the knot.com definitely helped me with that, helped manage our RSVPs. It helped our honeymoon fund, helped with photos. Like I uploaded all of our wedding photos after the wedding on the knot.com. So our guests could go see them and they could save them for themselves if they had pictures of themselves in the photos. And also I'm going to be uploading, all of my tracking documents that I used, I used Google Sheets, Google Excel documents to plan the wedding and to plan out our budget. And I'll definitely share that to my blog and with this um, podcast episode. But there's so many free tools to help you think about the things that you didn't think about. Um, definitely use those. And then the third thing is plan the wedding of your dreams within your means because I know for me, like I said, with my mom, she was like, y'all need to have a party bus after your wedding ceremony to transport your wedding party to the reception. And I'm like, we're paying for our wedding, dude. Like, that's the last thing I want to pay for. Like, that's nice and all. That's a good touch. But like, are you going to pay for it? And the answer was no. But, you know, we ended up finding the money to make it happen. But I even... Yeah, we we ended up finding the money to make it happen. But um, you don't want to have, especially if you're paying for the wedding, you don't want the pressure of someone else's expectations to dictate like your budget or like what you can do. And I don't know, maybe sometimes I'm like, dang, I wish we didn't have to pay for our wedding because like a lot of people, their parents pay for them, pay for their wedding. But... I don't know. I think that even having the autonomy was something that was less of a headache. Like no one can say, well, I want this at your wedding because I'm paying for it. No, I'm paying for it. So that it sucks to pay for your own wedding, but the peace of mind that you get with it is worth it. But I don't want to make it seem like, oh, yeah, my parents didn't contribute anything because they contributed a lot. Um, we had an open bar at our reception and we went over what our budget was. And I, so the guy, you know, 
came up to my wedding planner and was like, hey, so we got to close out, you know, the night's ending. We got to um, resolve the balance or whatever. And my dad was standing there and he was like, don't bother them right now. Like, I'll take care of it. And I think like the next day, me and Reggie were like, wait a minute, we never signed the check. Like, who signed the check? And then my mom told me like, your dad did. He picked up the rest. And it was like $700. So I was like, oh my God, like, wow, thank you. And then my mom paid for my dress. And then the icing on the cake was like, my parents put sent us on our honeymoon. They paid for our honeymoon. It was all inclusive. We didn't pay for anything. So they definitely contributed, but just, you know, it was like, you can either have this or you can have that. And I would rather, I was so glad we were able to have the honeymoon because after all of that hard work, we were actually able to enjoy like what we just did and like reflect on the honeymoon. But planning the wedding of your dreams within your means, I would have loved to have like when I was before I had my husband, you know, when I would just think about like ideally what I wanted my wedding to be. It was like, oh, it's going to be on Brickle in Miami on a cityscape. Like it's going to be panoramic views of Miami and the city and ballroom and just all of those things that like drive your budget all the way up but let me tell you the average wedding is at least thirty thousand dollars and we was we were definitely in that ball range um yeah so you could be buying a whole new car for this money that you're gonna spend on the day of your wedding and i don't know i just it just wasn't, it doesn't make that much sense to me to spend that much money. So we were in that ballpark range, but um, we had a wedding of 50 people and it was a small wedding. We had it at the beach and Sunset Cliffs in San Diego. And yeah, we had our reception at a restaurant um, on a patio. It was very romantic, very, um, it was very intimate. And I loved that. I didn't want to have a big old ballroom with 50 people just staring across a big empty room. So think about things like that too. Like if you're going to have a smaller wedding, don't get a big old room because it's going to look like there's nobody there. I feel like we planned it where that was one of the major things was like, we're having a smaller wedding. So we have to have a smaller space because it's going to look silly if it's this big old space. So yeah, those are definitely my tips. Um, like I said, I'm going to be uploading my Excel sheets. It's going to have a budget tracker. It's going to also have like an inspo doc where you can dump like this is what something that I did too with, especially as it relates to budget was like, this is my wish list. Um, like for instance, our menus, like you could get a paper menu. That's fine. No one's going to be like, oh, this is a cheap menu, but my wish list was to have these wood etched menus. We had like more of a rustic romantic theme wedding. And that was like in the dream budget. Like once everything starts to like, kind of like shape out and shake out, or is that going to be in the budget? And it ended up being in the budget. So we got those, but there were other things too. Like I could have got an acrylic menu, like the clear ones, but that was not going to make sense for our budget. So, um, things like that. So that's all going to be on the blog at Danika Explains It All. Definitely check it out. And then also you can check out our wedding video. Um, I'll have it on the blog and on my Instagram. 
and the link to our photos so you can check them out yourself and let me know what you think. Comment, um, share, and rate the podcast. Make sure you rate the podcast and um, leave a review on Apple Podcasts for me so that more people can get access to this information. So as always, thanks for listening. I got to go to work, but I appreciate you guys as usual. Make sure you share this podcast with all your friends. Have a good week. Thank you.